Jones and the Diggs, Professor Jones and the Diggs, Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> <laughs>
speculated it was going to be and we knew she was in talks but now that that's going to become a reality i'm very very excited for the possibility of her being in it but keep going keep going uh well the other casting um we got the guy from those old spice commercials to play that little kid isaiah mustafa cool last name mustafa um the guy from the old spice commercials you know the guy i'm talking about no i uh like he always has like his shirt off doing something really funny and weird. Um, I hope I'm not the only one noticing this. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but he's, he made it in that he's playing Mike Hanlon, like the kid who had like the bad dad or uncle that like was, they had to like kill the cows. Remember that kid? In right. It? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he's playing that. Um, and then did you see this casting? Did you see like the pictures of any of them or anything? No, I didn't even look at it. Um, this guy, Jay Ryan, he's like a tall kind of muscular skinny guy and he's playing Ben, the little chubby kid that gets, uh, bullied. And the guy looks like, I don't know, to me at least, he looks like a grown up version of that kid. Just like if that kid grew up, um, you know, 24 hour fitness or whatnot and, uh, got into shape. That guy looks like that kid. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, I am. I am actually, he does look great. Yeah. He's got like a he looks like mustache kid, goatee combo too. Good work. Okay. But let's like, let's look at this thing. So first off, uh, James McAvoy playing bill. I think that this is going to be an awesome call. Uh, I'm very excited to see what James McAvoy does. Uh, I honestly think that he's a very underrated actor in Hollywood. I mean, he was so good, so great as Mr. Tumnus. But um, no, the thing. Well, I don't know. He is a first class guy. Um, but I'm a little split about it. I just feel like he Hey-o! is. Uh, <laughs> he's just wanted. Oh you know? God, uh, <laughs> man! I'm actually so disappointed because I was totally gonna go there. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, he does, he does a great He's job. Just Lord in, of the Rings. Uh, that's, in uh, that's Elijah Wood that you're thinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he does a great job in X-Men. He does a great job in that. He's also in what, like atonement or, um, some other movie about the assassination of Abe Lincoln, but Jesse uh, James or no, no, that's, uh, that's, uh, uh Ben Affleck's little brother, Casey Affleck. Um, but Casey anyway, Affleck. <laughs> just really running me through the through the trial of um knowing the names of different through random people yeah anyway uh but man i'm so excited for james mcvoy to be in this i think that this is a great call great decision after split man like his his acting chops i am i don't know i'm i'm solid ready to see anything that he's in to be honest if i see he gets cast in anything i'm just like sweet he is uh he's kind of proven himself definitely to the uh to the rest of the acting world as of recent i agree and he's completely been overlooked i mean i remember when he got cast as uh as dr x as professor xavier i was like okay cool like that's that's great i'm so excited but then i don't think he's done much other than that i'm trying to think of anything else that's on james mcvoy's uh rap list here but i mean either you already said tumness yeah, I already did. Yeah, yes, we we covered Tumnus, don't we? We got him. Um, but Are Jessica, you sure? I mean, <laughs> Jessica Chastain. <Turkish> <laughs> Jessica Chastain is amazing, right? I mean, 
I I just watched Zero Dark Thirty not that long ago, and she's fantastic. What you got? Some other pun? No, pun to go on I here. don't. She's got a funny last name. Chastain. Chastain. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's yeah. just a funny, funny last name. Yeah, reminds me. It's of funny that. name. Yeah, something. But uh, she's great. I mean, she's one of the finest actresses that we have right now. So I'm very excited that she'll be in it. And then. Uh, yeah, Bill Hader. I mean, everybody else is kind of like, okay, whatever. I don't really know those people, so. I'm stoked about Bill Hader. Me like, too, man. Stoked. Hey, did you, stoked. Watch, like, uh, did you watch any of Barry? I did. Yeah, I saw like the first, honestly, only like the first three, four episodes. I didn't uh, continue. Not to say that I didn't want to, but something else came out. I think Westworld like just came out and that kind of occupied right. my, uh, right, my viewing. Right. We Dude, only have Barry, so much. Barry's amazing. I love Does it. Does it get pretty good? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things, and I think that this is, I mean, this is an entire conversation entirely, but um, it's a big thing with TV shows now that are kind, that kind of work to the detriment of those shows is that they know that people are going to be binging these and not really watching them week to week as much. And so it makes they put less emphasis on each individual show. So I've noticed that in Barry, there's episodes that are just kind of like very blah. And the same thing with like, you know, Westworld, like there's always, there's like been episodes to me where I'm just like, not much happened in that episode. Yeah. Not that honestly, much. Well, that's same thing is uh, same thing as Barry. I stopped watching Westworld this season and I just figured I'd binge it. At exactly. Some point. That's what, that's what I've done Got like too. three or four weeks in. And I was like, okay, I don't know. Because it used to be right, like in the '90s, like when sitcom television was at its peak, and when everybody was watching like the major, like you know, two, four, six, and eight, and you would watch week to week these shows, is that they had to make every episode just as entertaining as the next. Lost, like the lost, fifth episode lost. was. <laughs> yes, exactly. Lost was the king of that because Lost had a freaking it's the prime, cliffhanger prime example. and something beautiful at the end of every episode. You're like, oh my gosh! Oh, and even John if, Locke. Oh my oh. God, John Locke! I love Locke, him, baby. He's the Sing best. It, baby. That guy is the absolute best. Take Locke on a walk, baby. Locke on the walk. Oh, when he takes a uh, Walter out for a walk with the with the with the dog, and then they find the polar bear. Great episode. Mm. That's like the third episode. Something awesome happens in that episode. But anyway, I think that Barry suffers from that because there are quite a few episodes in Barry that I was like, okay. You know, like that was good, but I will say that the last like three episodes are pretty awesome. Pretty Bill great. Hader, he he directed Barry as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe he directed and starred in. I do not think that he wrote it though. Somebody else brought that that uh that project to HBO, and he just took it on. I believe I could be I could be incorrect on that, but either way. Uh, so I'm very excited for Bill Hader, though. I think that he's great, and I think that Barry has very much proven that he is much more than a comedian. Mm-hmm. He's also a serious actor, and mm-hmm. he can do he can do quite a bit with his career. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what was that? <laughs> uh, what was that one with Melissa? Not Melissa McCarthy, but the other. <laughs> The other overweight <laughs> actress that's really oh. funny. Oh. Uh, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, thank you. Uh, he did that that movie with her, and I thought that he was really good in that. I remember. I didn't like that movie very much at all, but... I haven't um, seen a single Amy Schumer thing. I've I'd, never seen any of her stuff. Gosh, and it sounds so sexist, but I just... She's funny to women, and I just... I don't think that she's that funny to me, but... 
but yeah, I liked him in whatever that Amy Schumer project was. And so he was, he was good in that. I think that he can be a great actor. And I think that in this project, particularly, I think that this movie will be sweet with those three actors. I mean, how could it get any better? Right. And you got Bill Skarsgård returning. You got Billy boy. Billy. Yeah. Exactly. Let's get, let's get, what is it? Skellen or Stellan Skarsgård, his dad. Let's get him in there. Get a little oh, origin gosh. story of it. I think get the Tesseract. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, But anyway, I, th- I think that it'll be great. I mean, the success that they had with the first one, I mean, that movie had like zero uh, celebrities in it. There wasn't very much of anybody other than the kid from uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Finn Wolfhard. Uh, so, and, th- and that movie was incredible. So mm-hmm. I th- I think that it'll be awesome. I think that it will be very good and I'm very excited for it. Any other thoughts that you had on it? I think that I completely just stole your, stole your thing and kind of ran away with uh, it. There. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I don't, whoa, <laughs> that was a lot to absorb. <laughs> um, <laughs> you really stole that. Um, no, I'm just really excited about it. <laughs> it's the same director, uh, though, Andy Muschietti. It is. No. Yeah. Ooh. Mushu? <laughs> you think <hungry>? he's Italian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Muschietti and his best friend, Garcetti and <laughs> Linetti. Um, uh, I wanted to actually bring something up. I think some congratulations are in order. I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say when or how. But I just want to shout you out. Professor Jones obtained his own classroom, and I think that's pretty awesome. Congratulations, Professor. Hey, thanks, man. You're going to be uh, you're going to be really, really teaching out there. And uh, appreciate it. Yes, it's true. uh, I I did get a job this last couple weeks, so I am excited to have my own classroom. That'll be sweet. But also, it's funny that you were doing that because I was planning on doing the same thing to you. Because this guy wasn't. No, I really was. I really was. This guy just got really? engaged this last weekend. So I did get uh, engaged. Sincere congratulations to you and your you and your sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's my sweetie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, dude, yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, that's awesome. Be sweet. So. Who's going to be the best no, yeah. man? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think? <laughs> no, yeah, me and uh, it's it was hard to get. Uh, a plan drawn up and get it passed and everything for a man to actually marry a cat. But, um, now that they actually, you know, signed off on it. Yeah. I'm marrying my cat. And, um, <laughs> there could be a lot of jokes there, but it's been clawing at me. How many jokes there are. Nothing um, like a good no. note. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's it. That's where We'll bleep it out. Just relieve the laugh. Who cares? Yeah. Um, Who cares anymore, to be honest? Um, But yeah, no, thank you so much. I got engaged this weekend. It went, it went great. And Leanna and I are are very happy. Shout out to her. So great. Great news. Well, congrats to us both. Good stuff going on for, for both the professor and the digs. Uh, I'm going to move on with my bro down. (laughs) And uh, do you smell something? Do you smell something sizzling perhaps? What do you mean? No, what? Well, actually, yeah. What is that? Something's, is it something's cooking? Well, I, I think I smell maybe some some pancakes and some eggs, and is that it's definitely a pork product of some sort? Is that yeah? Oh, I get it. Going, going, going. Is that bacon? <laughs> I smell Kevin Bacon. That is. We got a Tremors TV show going. Hey, <laughs> saw the trailer. 
so the, I got worms. The completely awesome and amazing series of movies made in the late 80s, early 90s called Tremors starring Kevin Bacon has been awarded a TV show coming sometime soon. I don't know. They just dropped a trailer. And I had a friend of a friend of mine tell me about this saying, hey, do you hear they're going to make a Tremors TV show? And I was like, that is the best news I've ever gotten in my entire life because that'll be great for a bro down. <laughs> and I'm going to look forward to watching that show. And then I watched the, tra- the trailer and I was like, I don't know. That looks interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think that they're very self-aware of what it is, though. I think that they understand what they are making into a TV show and kind of the cult cheesy feel of those original movies. So I think that it could be pretty fun. Uh, the trailer was a little bit weird, especially because they they have Kevin Bacon back. So that's awesome. But they have this whole thing where it's like dreamboat guy saves the town from the underground monsters. And they they like made that joke at least three times in that trailer. Like was Kevin Bacon ever really a dreamboat? I mean, I think he was like if you look back to like Footloose, he was super attractive and, you know, he danced and he did all, he was a great actor and he was fun. Great and, moves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, a, yeah. I mean, he was a skinny Patrick Swayze, right? Um, but no, I don't think he touches Swayze. No, nobody does, but nobody just touches to the to. Swayze. Yeah. Nobody touches the bear. Yeah, absolutely. He's not just the poor man Swayze. He's like the, I don't know. He literally is Patrick Swayze thrown on a pan with some oil (laughs) and sizzled. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. You open up a nice pack of Swayze's and they're just like, they look so good. And then you throw them in the pan and Kevin Bacon, he just got burned. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. That looked weird to me, man. I mean, I'm super excited. And I think if they go like a nice R rating with it too, where it's, they don't have to bleep themselves out and they can show gory deaths and stuff like that. I think it'll be good. Like, I think it'll be good. But if they do it some like PG, PG 13 way in which, I don't know, I just don't think they can pull it off unless they go all into it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I don't know. That tra- I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I'm more on the side of like, I never really understood what the whole Tremors excitement was. You know what I mean? Like, I never really got into it. Um, did I ever even watch the Tremors movies? I don't I'm know, looking man. at I've... you because if I did, it was with you. We may have. I've only really seen the first one. I remember watching the other ones on TV and stuff here and there, but it's not like I've sat down and rewatched the Tremors series anytime recently. I mean, the last time I watched the first Tremors was probably sometime in high school. Or even later, I remember. I probably have seen the Pet Cemetery movies more than Tremors. <laughs> well, that's a classic. I, it's true. Love Pet Not Cemetery. Not bad. Um, are we talking the one about the kid, or are we talking the one about the the dog? Isn't there one about the dog? I think they're the same. Is it is it's the same thing? Yeah, I think in Pet Cemetery at the beginning, the dog starts attacking, and that's how they get clued in that it was like on an Indian burial ground or something like that. And then the kid starts to go nuts or somebody, well, somebody like dies, somebody dies, dies or, and they bury him in the pet in the right, cemetery. Yeah, Cause there has to be a body. No, it's gotta be your bowl. 
No, I don't. I don't know. I don't like know what it is. A, yeah, good look at a T-bone by sticking my head up a bull's ass. But <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you rather take the butcher's word for it? I can get you a toe. I can get you a human toe in less than an hour. I'm sure. <laughs> I can get you a toe in the next 15 minutes. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah. Tremors. It's it's whatever. I could take. It I don't leave. know. Yeah, the Dreamboat Kevin Bacon thing. That was that the was the only thing. I think that I actually good. would have been way on board. It's just that they played on that so much as if we were just all waiting for a like oh, remake to be made. It's the Baconator. About, yeah, or a you know sequel to Tremors. So, but the way that that chick dies at the end of that trailer, see, did I was just look gonna say that really yeah. cool. And that's yeah, her when, in the you know, car, like don't you know, don't say, don't say anything. Be quiet. And then she gets kind of sucked thing. underground, and a bunch of blood spurts out on the car. Out. I, was like, I was like, okay, okay. I okay. can go with that. I Hello. can go with that. That yeah. sounds that sounds fun. So not bad. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Kevin Bacon, uh, give me some eggs with it, and I'll call it a deal. We'll call it breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> uh, call it a grand slam. Um, ah, Denny's reference. I don't know. His performance just looks a little bit hollow. You know, oh, Hollow Man, good reference. Yeah. You know what would be funny, actually, is to start a breakfast group and call it Bacon and Eggs, but never serve bacon. Just you eat eggs and you watch Kevin Bacon movies. (laughs) Every Sunday we do it. (laughs) Bacon and Eggs. 8 a.m. every Sunday. We're making our way through River Wild. (laughs) 200 people meet. (laughs) And eat omelets and watch Hollow Man. Five years time, 7,000 people. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Every week. It's fantastic. Did you Did you know that Paul Verhoeven <laughs> directed Hollow Man? I'm not sure if I'm remembering who. Paul, Paul Verhoeven, Verhoeven is. is the guy that did RoboCop, Total Recall, mm, Starship yep, Troopers, yep. all those. And his next move was Hollow Man. It's like looking at Bad all call. those movies. I'm like, what? Why is... Because Hollow Man's weird. Strange Hollow Man movie. is weird. And it's very... Who's the, uh, who's the other casts in Hollow Man? You got Kevin Bacon. It's and the girl Anaconda. from Adventures in Babysitting. Of... What is that girl's name? It's like uh, uh, Lee, uh, Rachel Lee or something or something like that. Uh, Tara, I don't know. But uh, her and then it's... Uh, and then Josh Brolin, isn't it? Brolin's in it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, reference to Men in Black 3. Aha! Good call. Hold on. Um, I had it. No, it's Elizabeth Shoe. Dang it. I should have had that. Well, looks like the shoe's on the other foot. Yeah, very nice. Um, Laces, daddy-o. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. Uh, it drives me nuts. Like, Laces, I get annoyed. That, no, that just these puns. I just can't stop. <laughs> it's like, a gift. What can you say? It's a gift, really, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just blessed. All right, let's talk about some uh, Men in Black action. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's do it, baby. Here come Men in Black. Men in Black. Oh, good run. Remember Ooh. when Will Smith was a uh, like rapper and he came out with a single for all of his movies and he had that. This was way before the millennium, I think. Yeah, because this movie was 1997. Am I correct? Yeah, because Independence so Day I was actually, 96. Go ahead, go ahead. I was reading. I was reading. This is like his first major single. This is his first major with. single. What about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Was that just I don't something think that, that became, was like? 
Because there is a full song of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm pretty sure, but everybody hates it. No, no, it's not good. All you want to see here is just the regular, like the normal. Because you get through the regular part, and then he goes on to these words that you don't know, and you're like, okay. wait a no, 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 no. DJ Jazzy Jeff. It's like, okay, this is weird. Um, get it. But man, what a what an interesting career Will Smith. I mean, okay, so Men in Black, we're going to start out talking some Will Smith because Will Smith is so... We haven't gotten to this guy. We have um, actually. We talked bad boys. So we have we talked about Will Smith once. We have talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> we have talked about him already. Can um, I say something about Will Smith? You may. Can, um, I just think he is, he's a hitch. He's a legend. He's bright. Uh, he's a dead shot. He's an enemy of the state. Enemy of the state. I know that. He's a collateral beauty. He's a fresh prince. So now we just have to focus oh. and talk some Will Smith. Oh, very good. <laughs> but That's he's it. most well. You know, I'm always kind of in the pursuit of happiness, and he's a guy that really. Oh. Uh, he, he almost makes me so happy that he gives me a concussion, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will Smith, most most popularly known for uh, concussion. Tell the truth. <laughs> He's so good. Tell the truth. He's, he's all, in Free Willy. He was really good in Ali. He's not in Free Willy. He was in Free Willy too. The Journey Home. Um, but no, Journey uh, to My Name. Journey to My Name. So he does Bad Boys in 1995. Hits the scene. 96. He's one of like three leads in Independence Day, which we're in the midst of Alien Month. So don't worry, we're gonna get there. And then oh, we'll get there. 97, he does Men in Black. And I think that this is the most star power he's ever been, right? Because he comes off mm-hmm. of Independence Day, kind of proves himself after Bad Boys, right? And everybody's like, oh, okay, Will Smith is actually so awesome. And so then he does this, and this is an app. This, this did really well. I remember going and seeing this movie in theaters, and it was quite fun. I think it had what a budget of like $90 million, and... Worldwide, it made $589 million. 97, that's pretty dang good. Um, so this movie that is was, really good. Yeah, this movie was very successful, and I think a lot of that has to do with Will Smith. Um, and I love him in this movie. He gives such a good performance, but the other thing is that Will Smith never is really playing. It's not like he's playing James Edwards. He's just playing Will no, Smith. He's just playing <laughs> he's, Will Smith. He's just being Will just Smith. Playing. So, yeah. I mean, that's the one argument against Will Smith is that I don't know if he's that great of an actor. He's just a great persona. Um, but he does have he's just really, a very likable guy. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He has great moments, though. Like there's movies like Ollie, which he's really good in. And then Pursuit of Happiness. But that's more just Will Smith being a really good dad. You know, it's not like he necessarily played that mm-hmm. character, I don't think. But anyway. Great actor. Well, I love he Smith. did. He did pretty. Yeah, I think that his acting definitely got. It's come a long way. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he does some of that emotional stuff pretty great. But yeah, just like Bad Boys, this Independence Day, he's basically the same character. I just don't know if there's very many people that are as objectively likable as Will Smith. So I mean, he's the best. He's fantastic. Um, and but- he's he's slanging gold records. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's got his, you know, he's got his toes in all sorts of waters. It was a weird Woo, analogy uh, to make. Uh, um, uh, uh. <laughs> but Tommy Lee Jones, most popularly known for man of the house, uh, great actor for grumpy old men. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. 
but uh, do you remember that man in the house where he's the the cop and he has to watch all the cheerleaders? No, <laughs> it was dumb. Um, but love Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> love the, I do too. Uh, my favorite line of Tommy Lee Jones. I'll just have to bring it up in the Fugitive. Uh, Dr. Kimball yells out, I didn't kill my wife. And then Tommy Lee Jones looks at him and goes, I don't care. I mean, it's so good. Beautiful. So good because he's just doing his job. Anyway, I love Tommy Lee Jones. And I think that he gives such a good performance in this movie because this is a movie where he really could phone it in because I mean, it's men in black, you know, but he doesn't, he totally doesn't phone it in. He does a great performance. He's so good. I love it. Um, but the other person that needs to be talked about Barry Sonnenfeld, this director, I didn't know anything about this guy until I looked him up and he has some great stuff. He starts out and does Adam's family and then he moves on and does Adam's family values how many times have you seen those? Uh, even movies? better. I know. I don't a really remember the first times. Adam Sam Adam's family, but I've I remember probably seen Adam's family. Both Adam's family's movies twenty times each. Wow, you really, really no, got him. That's good. Never saw him. But then he does Get <laughs> no, Shorty, and then he does Men in Black, and then he does Wild Wild West, and I think that's about the end of his career, mm, other than bye a couple bye. Men in Black movies and RV and whatever else. But uh, hey, man, good '90s director. Got some good zingers out there. Pretty I good mean, run. Pretty you can't good run. really complain with that rap sheet right there. So, uh, but I'm very, I'm very happily surprised with Barry Sonnenfeld, and I hope he's a name that I remember he, uh, because he'd be some he, good, somebody good to call offhand. Go ahead. He's a pretty good uh, uh, visual director, I'd say. And then, like uh, this year, I watched the series of unfortunate events um, television show that they released on Netflix, and I just saw on his IMDb that he directed quite a few episodes of that show. And I, I don't really think it's the most, I don't know. It's a little bit boring, I guess. And very childish. The, the, uh, the one on Netflix. Um, but I think it's, it's extremely pleasing to look at. And I think it's well shot. And I think the acting is good. It's just kind of the story just is what it is. And you kind of just have to go with it. But, um, that series of unfortunate events, but yeah, he did a great job directing that. Written from by what Lemon I, Snickers. So. Oh boy, yeah, Lemony Snickets. That's the joke I went with. Got crickets, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but hey, uh, you know we're forgetting about one boy, one guy. Oh, I didn't forget <laughs> about him because Forget he Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub, Vincent D'Onofrio, baby. <laughs> We got Tony Shalhoub, baby. This is a Tony Shalhoub joint. <laughs> this is. Tony Shalhoub is front and center. I mean, he's the best We're in the biz. We're monking out. He's the best in the biz. This uh, is Tony Shalhoub's breakout. Do you have any far. idea how much that stings? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Shrunken head. It's good stuff. No, this, is, this should be, he should have the and Tony Shalhoub. He should. Thank he should. W- was it and Rip Torn? I think it was and Rip Torn. It was. It was and Rip Torn. And then it says, yeah, it says Tommy Lee Jones with Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith, the <coughs> Linda Fiorentino. Do you, you remember so what she's in? She's an well, while we're now. talking about all these actors, we might as well just get all this stuff out of the way. Do you remember what she's from? Because it was driving me insane because I turned this on. I turned this movie on and I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, but I was she like, in liar, oh. liar. 
She is not. No. She looks very she looks much like, like the. That. She very. Yeah. She does look a lot like the mother from Liar Liar, but she was in the film Dogma, which is an oh. all right movie. It was an all right movie. I loved it when I was yeah. in middle school, but that was also because I had a crude and you know. I'm a fan of, of Kevin Smith. I listen to some of his uh, his podcasts and, and stuff. I like him. I feel like if I watched his films when I was an adult, I probably wouldn't like him very much. But mm-hmm. I watched them all mm-hmm. when I was younger, so I do have nostalgic feelings toward them. And Dogma is a very fun movie. I really enjoy Dogma. But anyway, kind of an interesting actress. She's always kind of given like an apathetic performance, like this person that's not really thrilled to be in whatever situation she's in. She has a clever line when she's working at the morgue, and she's like, "I hate the living." Oh Says yeah, something yeah. Like that, and you're that like, one oh, was yeah. good. Yeah, I don't like her. Very the cat's got movie. a problem. It's your problem. Then he just walks away. It's your problem, like, that guy. But uh, anyway, so yeah, great, great actors. All, all they could have the replaced her character with Shaloub. You put him. You plug him into her character, <laughs> and give her the the shrinking head side part. Right. I just want more Shaloub. <laughs> <laughs> he just. He loves that shaloub. Well, we'll get to him when we get to his scene. Dad We're loves him to- too. Dad, dad's seen like every episode of Monk. I know. I'm he aware. He used to love that show. <laughs> I've had, I've had dad convince me to try to watch Monk many a day. And I'm like, I am aware. I'm good. I, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, That's dude's great. Dude's got OCD. It's cool. I can shaloub. It's fine. But I mean, you know who steals the, you know who steals the show from the very get go though? Mr. Danny Elfman, baby. Oh, the big yeah. boy. Yeah, he, I'm going to give him a hand. I'm going to give him a side Give him a round here. of applause. Not too close to the mic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really peeking. Oops. <laughs> um, no, man, Danny Elfman, his score in this is so good. It's like every time I watch another movie where Danny Elfman does a score, I forget how freaking incredible he is. And it's not just the main title. Mm-hmm. It's not like the main theme because that's really great. But it's the moments in between, too, where he just he just executes so well, man. Like, he's so good. He's so good. And he directs and he, he composes music for weird movies, you know, like and he and he fuels into the weirdness like this movie is not the same movie if it doesn't have Danny Elfman's theme to it. Not at all. Not at all. And, it's and freaking, it started with that little dragonfly at the beginning. I know. And that then that thing flying, just smacks and, the like smacks the And it the says music by Danny Elfman right when you're kind of starting to comprehend that this is Danny Elfman. Like I completely forgot. And then I was like, oh man, this sounds familiar. Oh man. You know? Yeah. It's just, gosh, I feel like he really hit his, I mean, he's always been great. Uh, what's it? What's the court one he did? Dun, dun, dun. dun. Didn't he make that theme? Um, the people's court, <laughs> the people's court. I think he made that one big, big success off that. Yeah, that um, good. and then, uh, I just feel like he hit a stride with Spider-Man. That was his, that was his bread and butter. I think everything. so too. The original Batmans were really good. The bat or the, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man one's really great. Yeah. I mean that one, that one was good. Uh, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, this, uh, the uh, Edward Scissorhands one's really good. All the Tim Burton stuff, he does a great job. And I'm trying to think of anything that's, like, super great. That- Did a couple episodes of Monk. Gosh. <laughs> With Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a I know there's a really good Danny Elfman one that I'm that I'm leaving out here, but oh well, maybe I'll think of it later. Um, but let's let's move on. I, what are your what's your general general take though on Men in Black? I know that it's been a while since you've seen this movie, so how did how did you feel coming back to it and uh, revisiting it? 
Um, it we watched this so much when we were younger that I was actually telling you that earlier that it just kind of it sticks in my brain. So I hadn't seen it in forever, and then as soon as I started watching it, it was just like scene by scene just played out, and I just I remembered every little thing. It's so strange because. I think a big reason why I remember so much of this film is because it's 98 minutes long and there's not that much to absorb. So it just feels like every little shot, just starting with that freaking cop, like that cop at the very beginning, that guy's face, like that main sheriff guy or, who, or whoever who stops him. Um, I know, he just lets yeah, out that, that yell guy. for so long. I know. It's and great. you gotta, um, I don't know. It's, it, he just has like that face. Did you see who was in the uh, who was in the van? By the way, it no. was uh, it was uh, what is it, Uncle Rick, or what is it, uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Is it Uncle Rick? I think it is. Oh, Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. Yeah, that guy's in it there. Was Uncle. Yeah, he, he's the guy driving the van. And oh it looks my like the same gosh, you're right. It is. Oh wow, that's hilarious. Yeah, I he totally know out. that now. Yeah. Where I clued into it is he gets out of the, the car or the van and he turns to the cop and goes, uh, how much you want to bet I can throw this football over the <laughs> yeah. mountains? <laughs> That's when I was like, I think this is the same guy. Right. Um, but yeah, no. It, and just like scene by scene, it just kept kind of like, you know, uh, filling my head with nostalgia. Um, one thing about this movie, though, for me, I, I think there's a reason why I put off watching it for so long. Like the way that things look in this film, like the grossness of it and the sliminess, it's gross. It gets to me. And like, I've lived in apartments out here that have like cockroaches and stuff, you know, and they're just not a good thing. They creep me out. I'm, I just, I hate them a lot. I just, insects kind of creep me out. So, um, in my opinion, a good bug is a dead bug. um, but yeah, it's just uh, there are things in this movie that I'm just like, oh, man. And even from the start, like the dude, uh, the Vincent de Onfrio, Edgar, Onfrio. that guy, when he gets his body taken over by the thing and he does the stretchy face thing, like I was just like, oh, <laughs> it just kind of hits me in some strange places. But um, honestly, you get Will Smith. You get Will Smith in there, and it just it makes it tolerable, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and I will say that, man, you put Will Smith in any movie playing some sort of detective or a cop, and you give him, like, a chase scene of some sort, beautiful. I used to run around acting like him. I bought a little squirt gun that looked like the little, little you know, stinger or whatever that thing is. Um, and I ran around my playground going, freeze, <laughs> for a long time. Well, you were doing that from uh, from Matrix, but uh, yeah, man, he does yes, the, that's true. He does that like hands, not in a fist, but like hands. You know, it's like rock, yeah. paper, scissors, like straight as the paper. hands. Yeah, paper, more aerodynamic. Yeah. Aerodynamic. It's like the uh, it's like the T one thousand in Terminator Two Judgment Day. He also does that same run. I'm pretty sure. I it's could like a T one eighty. Yeah, Speed Racer. Good reference. <laughs> Ooh, baby. You got so serious when you looked at me. It was like, anyway, like um, one eighty. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I feel like yes, this is a gross movie. That's a really good point. It is a gross movie. Um, 
I love this movie. It's one of those movies that I didn't realize how much I quote it until I watched it. And I kept hearing lines being like, oh my gosh, I say that too. I know. Oh my gosh. I a quote lot that. of it is you. A lot of it is you. Cause I don't remember half these things, but there's a lot of things that I say because you say it and you didn't know it, but you say it because of this. Cause I do the, um, you know, the, the difference between me and you is I make this look good. I say that all the time, but what oh, I do. That's not the one I was thinking of. What are you thinking of? I can't even remember. No. I don't know if you say that though. You say that I make this look good thing. Yeah, I do that all the time to people when I put on my sunglasses. Just, How often would you say? I said it this within seven days. <laughs> wow. I know I said it to Nash like four days ago. <laughs> I make this look good. You know the difference between me and yours? I make this look good. Um, but anyway, I think it's a great movie. It's very funny. It's got a lot of good action in it. Um, perfect 90s movie. I mean, there's nothing that was more like essential to it's my childhood. It's just a popcorn, man. This. It's yeah, a popcorn it flick. I feel like this movie's on the verge of being great, though, like more than just a popcorn flick. And I know that it's like, it's a tight 140. You know, it's like a tight hour and 40 minutes. But like, if you just. If you add like ten more minutes to this movie and give Tommy, dude, Lee, if you added twenty, if you, you just could, made you this really a two could. hour film. But I mean, man, like even like one more scene between uh, K and J, where they dive into, especially Tommy Lee Jones's character, if they dive into him a little bit more, him and that lady. Yeah, I think that like, that could be something really good. Um, it's just something that's so breezed on. And I get the feeling that there were a couple scenes that were cut out because they wanted to have it so short and. I mean, I think that that's a big thing with like 90s movies because I just watched Miss Congeniality this last week. I know. Good Uh, movie. Great movie. I love it. Really good movie. That's also really short. It runs really tight and it's just, Mm -hmm. I I didn't remember it being so short and by the end, like a lot of the payoff doesn't feel earned, you know, and that's in this one, like when they show that, you know, when they show the that he returns to his wife and it like, you know, is the lie that he was in a coma for all those years or whatever. You're like, Oh, that's so sweet, but it doesn't feel as earned as it could be, you know, like it Mm -hmm. could have been a grand Mm -hmm. emotional impact, but it was kind of just like, Oh, that's cutesy, you know? And, and so I think that it could have been, I think it could have been just not, there's not enough to chew on. Like there's not nearly enough substance, right? It's just like they gave you the steak, but they didn't give you the sides. Right. Right. Like I want, I want something on the side. I want a salad to start or I want something. Right. You know, even if I can't have much, but this, but the steak was good. Like the steak was (laughs) fine. You know what, but this is, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I don't know know how you couldn't. I explained that really well. (laughs) It's very thorough. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, I, I, yeah, it, it could have been more, but at the end of the day, it's fine. Um, so at the beginning of this movie, they do something that I think is really great. They introduce each character individually because there really are three leads in this movie, right? There's mm-hmm. agent K and then there's James Edwards later turned to Jay. And then there's also Vincent D'Onofrio or just the bug. Right. Mm-hmm. And those three characters all have really good introductions. The first one being, and I really like this idea that the movie also plays into. I mean, the whole, the whole idea of the film is that there are aliens living among us, right? That there, you think mm-hmm. he says something like 1500 aliens in the world. Most of them are on Manhattan, but 
Um, regardless, they are pretty much like guests in on earth and they are hiding amongst us. And it is the job of the men in black to protect them and more importantly, protect us from knowing about them. But I thought it was a really great way that they start this movie out with having all the illegal aliens, right? Trying to hop the border from Mexico to the United States. And you have, you know, the border patrol stopping them and busting this guy but then the men in black show up and they find a literal illegal alien <laughs> you know, I know like yeah it was it's very ironic and it's very clever and i mean it could it's so obvious but it's like you know these are the cards you've been the cards you're playing with you might as well use the card right mm-hmm. like it's your ace in the hole and it's a great bit so i i enjoy the intro to this i thought that the you know the turnaround also of um Tommy Lee Jones's character, his partner looking up in the sky and ta- saying, you know, like we don't look at the stars enough, blah, blah, blah. And then that's like kind of the closing scene too. I thought that that was very poetic and very beautiful, but, um, just that whole introduction and the shooting of the alien and it bursts and you get like the big blue goo. Oh man. Right. Yeah. That guy, guy just lets that yell out just continuously. Um, but oh, most disgusting goo. Also that alien kind of looks like, he looks like something from a Nintendo game from the 90s, like Nintendo 1 or like PS1. You know what I mean? Like some game, like some character that you'd see in like a Crash like Bandicoot. Like a Duke Nukem something. thing or? I don't know, something. Talking PC? Yeah. What, what were you running on? You have a hard drive? <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> what kind of computer we had when I was that We game, had a Sega. Obviously. Yeah, I remember we had a Sega. And then we had the PS1. We had a Sega. We had a PS1. Right. And apples to apples. Or no, not apples to apples. We had the cherry little board game. Remember the, the apples? You put them on the tree. I do not. I used to love that game. Whatever you're talking about. Sounds fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember. Um, but you you go ahead and... <laughs> sorry. Um, is no slight. Just Will Smith. Great introduction, right? Yeah, great introduction. Uh, you have the parkour stuff going on. That was cool. That guy's great. And then the the eyes, the weird eyes blinking. Right. Um, well, they're gills. He was breathing. <laughs> Gill. Gill. <laughs> That's the name of the fish from What About Bob? Uh, the last bus to Winnipesaukee, Bob. Um, no, 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 no. Let me get that right. This is the last bus to Winnipesaukee, Bob. I was pretty, I was a little bit more congested. I was like a 35 year old congested male saying it. Maybe some of the, maybe some of it was lost in the, uh, in the phone. Lost in translation. Right. Bill Murray. Boom. Scarlett um, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's in that movie. Um, yeah. Great running scene. As you can see, I'm really into men in black. Um, Great running scene and the running around. He does the cool backflip thing, which was sweet, which I always wanted to be one of those kids that could run off a wall and do a backflip. Right. And I never could. There was always like those couple kids in high school that could do stuff like that. You know what I mean? There was this kid uh, when I was in college that he was going to run and do a backflip off of a tree. And I'd seen him do it before. I knew he could do it, but he failed. And there was like eight of us standing around watching him do it. 
runs up the tree, gets to the peak of it, and then panics and just falls and lands on his neck. Like oh, it was, it was man. horrible, dude. And we had to take. Did he hurt him himself? In. We took him to the ER, and he was actually fine. He just, you know, kind of screwed himself up for the day. But there was nothing serious that happened. We were like eighteen, so he's I mean, fine. Yeah, he, he has a van that he drives with his teeth now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I'm sorry, that's messed up. Um, but no, yeah. Anyway, that was I always think of that kid whenever I see people do stuff like that. But anyway, Will Smith has a great introduction yeah. in this scene, and I I really like it. Gets you into his character. He's just a lot like of little comedy points in there too. A lot of little bits that he yeah, says great bits. throughout the running. Right. Yeah. Right. And he's just and he's just booking it, you know. Oh, what did uh-huh. he say when he jumps onto that little like uh, New York tours tour bus? Raining black people here in Manhattan, or yeah, something like that. That was great. That's that's good. That, that was, was impro- improvised too. Um, but I bet he's fun to work with. I love Will Smith. He's the he's, best in the biz as far as you know action comedy goes. Back then, he was so good. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's a bunch of stuff, and yeah, and then he says, you, you know, kind of pokes fun at the other cops. Not being able to keep up after it's all said and done. Yeah. Um, yeah he's like, Edwards, if you were half the man I was. What are you talking about? I am half the man I you are. I am half the man you are. <laughs> That's good. That was great. Tons of comedy um, in there. Great stuff. Really enjoy it. Um, also, I yeah, have to... There, it is funnier than I remember. I have to point out, at the beginning of the movie, up until he puts on the final suit, what is Will Smith wearing? Like... At the I don't beginning, know, some sort of orange jumpsuit thing. It looks like an orange prison jumpsuit mixed with like a practice jersey from a high school football team. Yeah, and then in yeah. the next scene, he's wearing like yellow pants with like all sorts of labels on them, and just I don't know, man. He's like it's it's way too much for me. This it's, was ninety seven, dude. Ni- come this on, is our concern, I, who's dressing dude? like that? It's too much. Know, we for lived me. in small town Montana. Still, I don't know. It seems much for me. It seems too much, but whatever. It's fine. I just pull up. I pull up my my pant leg over here and just bright yellow. Like, <laughs> Mom bought uh, me orange pants when I was in middle school, and I wore them to school no and got way. made fun of all day. Uh, and I did you have it. the frosted tips? Is that when you had the frosted tips too? No, probably a bowl cut. <laughs> no, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what I had. But. Probably a bowl cut. Either bowl cut or frosted tips that were not blonde they were semi-orange because we blew it and huge teeth for me so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so anyway but oh and so those are two great introductions character introductions gets you to know those two Mm -hmm. guys they're both you know k is great in what he does and you can see why they would be interested in edwards to be in the men in black because he's a great cop he'd probably make a great one of these guys too um We'll get into that next scene, though, where he gets recruited because at the end of the day, one of the other guys might have been better. Um, but mm-hmm. then you get introduced to the bug. And I think that that is one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Uh, you see the plant, you see the UFO crash and smash. And, and he's like, I love well, the how only long thing you that- can follow that, too. I know. Well, because it can has follow that from so far away. And you can hear the discussion in the kitchen. You know, the only thing that's getting good around here is my blank damn truck. And then it just smashes into his truck. And you're like, nice. <laughs> that's great. And then he comes out and goes figures. And then figures, he just gets. Yeah. And this is another thing in this movie. And we'll bring it up another time soon, too. But he gets brutally murdered. 
Like, yeah. it sounds horrifying what happens mm-hmm. to him. He gets everything ripped out but his skin. Exactly. He literally gets his skin ripped off his body. I'm, I'm assuming oh, that's what happened. Oh, man. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. And they and they do it yeah, quite a few times bad, in baby. this movie. People die in, like, really sad and horrifying ways. Um, but... And then he goes back in and does the sugar water bit with his wife, which that actress is killing it too. She does a great job. Oh, um, she's great. What's her name? Uh, I can find is she a Shalhoub? Is she member she's, of that family? She's not related to Shalhoub. Oh boy, where is she? Uh, this is good is podcasting. It, Beatrice? Right is it Beatrice? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh no, here it is. Siobhan Fallon Hogan as yes, Beatrice. Yeah. 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 Hogan. Great. Um, but yeah, she's, she does a good job in that scene, but I, I really very much like that. And when he pulls the skin bag, oh, it is, you know, that one, that yeah. seems good. Um, so anyway, getting back into the plot here, then Tommy Lee Jones, K decides to, uh, invite, Jay or James Edwards to be part of the men in black. And he goes through mm-hmm. that whole like orientation thing. Uh, might be the best part of the movie. So I was going to bring this up. If we're doing favorite character, favorite <laughs> line, favorite scene. Um, this whole thing is my favorite scene. Just, is it just his little orientation? It is. Yeah. I mean, I, at the time when I was watching it, I was like, that was amazing, but I'm sure there's something more emotional or something better throughout the the film that i'm gonna like more got to the end of the film and i was like there was nothing that i liked more <laughs> than that just the comedy man is his way of working through that the little paper on the the leg and him scooting the loud table across and i don't know it's all will smith there no i agree man i think that geez i came in strong on that one no I, no uh, <laughs> but uh no i think I think that that's definitely my favorite comedic bit in the whole movie. And the dragging the table across the room might be one of my favorite comedic bits in like any movie that's not, I don't know. It's kind of like an action comedy. So like uh, compared to like rush hour and stuff like that, it might be my favorite bit in a lot of, in a lot any of movie that's not specifically a comedy, right? Yeah. I don't know, whatever. But it, that scene is very funny, and I also like the, you know, best of the best of the best, sir, with honors, when he says, you with know, a, he, like, yeah. kind of mocks that guy, and he's like, he's just really, really excited, but he has no idea why we're here, <laughs> and it's and it's so great, because he's the only guy that's willing to just say, like, what is this? Why are we, why are we here? Why are we doing what we're doing? Like, it just all seems very strange to him, and I love that. I love yeah. that. And I think that that's I, why he and, probably gets the job over the other guys, right? He's fast and he's a real dude. And he and that's a big part of the interview process, right? Is being somebody that everybody can see working with. So, I mean, maybe that's maybe that played into it, but regardless. And he's not nervous. You know what I mean? He is uh, all the other guys are like too shy to even think about asking for a table or anything else to write on, you know, they're all struggling and He's just like, I don't know what these guys are doing. Screw this. Well, also, the other guys are very much a yes man, right? And he's just like, I don't... Yeah, yes, sir. There's got to be a reason if I'm going to do something. Mm -hmm. So I think that that probably plays a big hand in it, too. And, like, my favorite scene carries on into the shooting scene as well. Because I love the description he gives of all the aliens. He's like, well, this guy over here just looks like he's lifting weights. I wouldn't want to, you know, 
bug anybody, you know, lifting weights. This guy has a tissue, clearly. Rest my butt on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. He's not smiling, like he's sneezing. <laughs> he's sneezing, yeah. And then it's the little girl physics. has a little quantum <laughs> physics book. Those books are way like, too advanced for her. <laughs> yeah. I Great. love that. So, yeah, I like that whole scene a lot. Great scene, and then they get taken, and then Tommy Lee Jones snags him, and he's like, okay, kid, you got the job kind of thing. And he goes to explain to him what the whole situation is, and Will Smith, for the second time, oh, we didn't talk about Shaloub, buddy. We skipped over the Shaloub thing, because that first night that he talks with him, right? Uh, You know, I'll let you know, we were never going to skip Shaloub. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm <laughs> he was going to come up eventually. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll just keep moving. Through. Regardless of if I absolutely forgot or not. Right. Um. Okay, well, so then for the second time, he discovers that they're aliens because he got flashy thinged once, right? And so then he sees all the little guys pouring coffee. Love that scene. I love those little guys. I've always enjoyed that. They're just smoking Marlboros and drinking coffee. Yeah, they're like... Yeah, they're just they're funny. They're they're a quick cute what are they little doing? bit. Yeah, they're what funny. What are they doing in there? They're just um, in there all day. I know. I love them. Um and so then, you know, he's like, "Okay, this is insane." Uh and so then he goes out and they have that conversation which um it kind of sucks because my favorite scene and my favorite line are both wrapped up in there. Um my favorite lines in there. Is it so we probably have the same favorite line. Yeah. A person is smart. Say, go, go ahead. Say, say the line. Okay. So they're, they're both say sitting it. on the bench and he's talking about they're junk traders, filthy junk traders. Um, but he says something to the effect of why wouldn't, why wouldn't we tell the people, you know, there there's people are smart enough. And he goes, and he goes, a person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I said flight. <laughs> I get so nervous. 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat with Denzel Washington. <laughs> 500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was flat. <laughs> and 15 minutes ago, you knew that humans were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. Beautiful. Kind of saying, thanks. I know, I worked on it. Uh, kind of saying that things change every single day. Right. You know what I mean? We're not the, certain about anything. The general consensus on what is true and what is not will change throughout time, right? The societal mm-hmm. norms of what knowledge exists will change. And I love that. I I love that scene and I think it's beautiful. And, um, I just, I really like that, that moment between those two characters. And also maybe this could be my favorite line or something is when he says, uh, what does he say? Um, he goes, Hey Kay, is it worth it? And then Kay turns around and goes, Oh yeah, it's worth it. If you're strong enough. And then turns around and keep walking. Mm. It's like, man, it's great. And so in, in a movie that's riddled with so many comedic bits and such s- things that are all just thrown in there to be entertaining, there is this one really good moment between these two characters. Mm-hmm. And you do have such good actors doing this scene. And that's that's kind of what 
that scene leaves me wanting more because I don't think you necessarily have too much else in that, in this movie that, uh, that falls into that category. I mean, there's the one scene where he's looking at his wife and it's like the grumpy old guy story comes to, comes to whatever to light or something like that. And then the ending. But other than that, I mean, it's all pretty just fun, right? It's just kind of a goofy fun it's all the steak, but that little that little thing is the little bread basket you had before the steak. Right. You yeah. know, and you're like, that was delicious. I wish there was something else I could have with the steak. It's like a sweet potato. Loaded. You know what I'm getting at here? Right. Yeah. Sweet potato. Do you potato. understand kind of what I'm getting at? Brown caramel, sugar. Brown sugar, caramel. I don't like putting sugar and caramel on my... Okay, well, we'll leave that discussion for later because that's... On my sides. Um... Anyway, so great scene, love it, and then it shows the time lapse of Will Smith sitting out on the bench forever, and he finally is like, okay, I'm in. And so... You know what's kind of funny, though? It's like, hey, you randomly got called. Hey, come check this thing out. He's like, what? What is this? What's going on? And then they go out, and he's like, hey, by the way, you have to forget your entire life and pretty much just act like you're dead and abandon everything. You cool with that? Take a night to think about it. And then he's just... Then it just... Does a little montage and he's like, okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> and it's just so quick and easy. And like, if, imagine somebody saying, saying that to you. That's I'm like, that's what I was going to, that's what I was going to ask, man, is that in the next scene, he says, you will have no contacts. Nobody will even know that you ever existed. So Let's take into consideration that perhaps Will Smith, this character, he was also a good applicant for this because he didn't have very many like familial ties, right? Maybe he doesn't have that many people that are close in his life, but there's still got to be some people, you know, like it's got like one parent, maybe both parents he's not that close to. But I mean, regardless, man, like. To just yeah, give what do up. they do? Oh, you know what they do? They probably go to their houses though and just use the little memory wipe thing on everybody. They would that have would to. That would be so would... ridiculous to try. Like, if you tried to re- like to erase me from the world, from like people's knowledge, that would be a lot of work. You know what I mean? Oh, simple click of a button, delete Facebook account, done. <laughs> that's. A, I mean, that's a good point, but like. Yeah, I guess they're probably, I mean, who knows how many people would inquire as to where I went, like outside of, thank you. I would, David. That. Outside of our immediate family you, and then extended family, my group of friends, and then getting into acquaintances, I still think that there'd be a lot of people that were like, what happened to him? You know what I mean? So that would be pretty difficult. Do you think my cats would notice? Well, like this little baby kitten. I've only known her for like four days. Do you think she would notice if I was gone? No. That's too bad. I love her a lot. That's great. I love a good... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. Okay. Keep her going. Keep her rolling. Yeah. Um... I, yeah, but I just that idea of, you know, leaving off, leaving any ties behind and trying to erase. I think the leaving any ties behind is actually pretty realistic because I think that I think that you could do that. If somebody came to me and said, hey, 
you're going to be like one of like 40 guys that knows that aliens exist and gets to like operate in this pro like, you know, it's a government program. It's what does he say? It's like, it's well-funded, but completely independently ran. It has like complete autonomy of itself. I don't know how he words it, but anyway, very cool government, very cool program. But so you're one of like 40 people that gets to do this, but you just have to leave everybody, you know, behind and never talk to them again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Could you do it? No, I might. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I've never been posed with that question and I never will be. So (laughs) it's like, I don't have to worry about it, but and I hundred percent absolutely never will be, <laughs> but I mean, it's what it's, some alien th- people are going to come to my door and be like, Hey, you're, you're the, the one. I'm like, why, <laughs> why would I be the one? Yeah. Also, do you want a LaCroix? <laughs> <laughs> also, could I grab you anything? <laughs> they really liked Lander C maybe, you know, Oof. it's a good song. Yeah. It is a good song. Yeah. Um, so, but then the, the montage though, let's put it on the last suit you'll ever wear. Love that scene. That's oh, great. Yeah, bread and butter. Is it rip torn doing all the narrating behind it? Rip torn's doing the whole thing behind him. Yeah. You got Danny Elfman's score just swelling. It's speech. just killing it. Shows him getting his fingerprints deleted, all that stuff. So good. Love all that. And then you cap it off with, Okay, I'm just going to say this is my favorite line. I'm just going to change it up because it is my favorite line in the movie. So, boom. It's probably the most well quote, the most quoted line from this movie that I've ever had. Um, I wonder what it's going to be. You know what the difference between you and me is? I make this look good. Then he shows, throws his, uh, throws his sunglasses <laughs> on. And he winks behind it. You can't see it. but How'd you see it? He winks? No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. But... I always do. Um, <laughs> great, man. Great scene. Great stuff. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, really great. Yeah. And then they go into the MIB headquarters and kind of take a look around and it looks like a, you know, it looks like a, like a, you know, looks like customs for coming to earth. You know, people are checking in like intergalactic fruit, like fruit from other worlds and all sorts of weird intergalactic stuff. Intergalactic photons. Something, something. Inter- intergalactic pho- uh, uh, intergalactic photon powered electrical power cleaning droids intergalactic photon powered electrical power cleaning droids hi i'm darth wow. harrington and i am currently overstocked at all <laughs> <laughs> uh. wacky flay uh wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man oh man Hi, I'm Sean Harrington. What is it? Keith Harrington. I am currently overstocked in all wacky wave inflatable flailing arm tube. And I'm passing the savings on to you. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sorry, everybody. Had to get that out. Man, Uh, we have been, I'm sorry. I apologize. I've been really wacky this entire time. I'm trying to get into men in black. I got to focus a little bit more. That's okay. I I hear you. It's a movie that like I don't take it that seriously, so it's hard to take. It's hard to talk about it that seriously because it's just it's like take, yeah, it doesn't present itself seriously, and that's the point of the movie. But it's also it's a very fun movie, and since we're talking about aliens in the like overarching theme of our podcast right now, this is a pretty good representation of a feasible possibility of coexistence between humans and other life within, you know, within the bigger universe. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, the MCU. 
Sure. The extended universe. Or? Oh, another great line is, uh, oh no, we'll get to that. But, uh, then they, so they show that scene and I like, I like that. And he's like, all these different people on the screen are aliens. And he's and like, you got Sylvester Stallone. You got his teacher. Like Al yeah, Roker's up there. I always knew she was there. from Venus. Um, Al Roker. Yeah. Cute scene with the teacher. And then, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld, the director is on there at one point. Uh, Steven Spielberg was the executive Steven producer Spielberg. and he, he was on it, yeah. there. Uh, there's quite a few people that are on there and it's, yeah, that's funny. Very funny stuff. I, I liked that. Um, and I think that that's necessary. I think that you can do that. And then they introduce you to the two it's guys, good. the two guys running the board, like and Bob, you know, and funny yeah. bit. Cause it's, it's taking it. It's got like, you know, it's a very feasible reality, right? But it's presented mm-hmm. to you in a very funny way. And there's a lot of hokey, goofy stuff going on. And it's fun. It's a good time. Um, and then there's also the the little ball that bounces around and flies all over and breaks everything. Great. That's one that's probably number two for funniest moments in the movie. Like that cracks me up. Just the it's coming at you. Oh, I'm gonna pay for that. Like all of Will Smith's little one-liners that he says during that scene crack me up. Like when it hits the guy in the head, he says something too, and it's just it's a great scene. It's very cute. It's um, a lot of fun for the family. It's a good time. It is. It is. It's very fun. I remember seeing this because this is '97, so I would have been nine, I would have been like nine years old. I saw this in theaters, and it was. I'd have been like yeah, twenty something. <laughs> I remember. I think I saw it with Aunt Helen. I'm not sure about that, but I might have. Uh, anyway, everybody knows who who Aunt Helen is. If you're listening to this, <laughs> everybody knows. <laughs> She's shout awesome, out sprinkles. She's yeah. Awesome. Awesome family member. Um, anyway, but I love that scene. So moving on though, then you go to rip torn who is Zed, correct? Z. Yeah. Zed. Yeah. yeah. And he tells them, Oh, that was another thing that Will Smith said. Like, I don't want anybody calling me junior or buddy or anything like that. Like I take myself seriously. And then Tommy Lee Jones goes, sure slick. But the only thing is, and says something, but then rip torn says, get, you know, this will be a good one for Junior to get his feet wet. Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so funny. But yeah, then, uh, I don't know. I no Shalub. I wasn't really that into it. Whenever there wasn't any Shalub, I wasn't paying attention much. I like Riptorn. You know, I to like be honest, Riptorn, this is Riptorn's good. This is the type of movie that I definitely zone out to now. It's very popcorn, kind of not that much substance. So I didn't dig into it that much this time around. Just right. like the little key scenes I got. See, I was I so into it. I, I was like, first thing I did this morning, I woke up and watched this movie, and I was just like, gosh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I was just it's so into movie. it. But uh, I can't remember when Zed says this, but he says, I don't want anybody host, or I don't want to be hosting an intergalactic kegger. And that's yeah, freaking oh, yeah. great line. I love that. Just cracks me up. Um, um, well, yeah, I mean... We can skip, they, skip through some of like, yeah, the, that's what I'm trying to do. I, I don't think we need to take this thing shot for shot. It's like they go to the morgue. The lady does the body stuff. Um, and she's great. Something on Orion's belt. They see the little green alien, uh, guy in the guy's head, uh, whatever he says. Uh, oh, well, you know, you're, you're flying through, buddy. You're flying. Uh, Orion's belt. Well, skip the, stuff. skip the birth on the freeway. That's fun. Uh, at the same time, Vincent D'Onofrio's character goes See, the in. the squid on the freeway, that's like, it was gross to me. That is a scene around. that is 
it throws a plot point in there, but it's almost unnecessary because mm-hmm. they start noticing they they get clued in that because it's you know they're they're like detectives in a sense like they're trying to figure out what's going on here and when they see that guy leaving they're like oh everybody's freaking out and leaving like all the aliens are trying to get the hell out of here because like something bad's gonna happen right and so uh that's what clues them in but so vincent d'onofrio or the bug goes into this restaurant and he's already stolen he likes st- oh yeah another horrible death he takes the big uh pesticide uh gun and shoves it down that guy's throat Horrifying oh, yeah. death. Oh, that's bad. so bad. Another one, man. I remember those things scared me when I was little. Uh, but and then he goes into that restaurant where those two guys are talking and having like, you know, one of them's royalty or whatever, sticks him in the neck and they both fall yep. down face in the food. In the neck. Oh, terrible. So anyway, then they go to the morgue and J or K and J. I was like JK, it just sounds cheesy to me. JK. But they go in Mr. there. Mr. White. Yeah, they go in there and try to solve everything, and like then she's on to them. But I love when they pop open that head, and there's the little alien inside. I mean, how tall is he? The alien in the cupboard with the little alien. He's probably <laughs> the, the, the size of a size of like a Coke can. Yeah, I'd imagine. Well, he's in he's in a head, so he's like three inches tall. You have a ruler. <laughs> he's <laughs> such an adorable little alien. Could you imagine? He's cute. I want a spinoff of just that guy. That's what I want. You know, well, he's dead. Have to be a prequel. Right. Well, and when we're talking about have a whole race, though, apparently he was royalty. Right. Exactly. What is it? The uh, Acadians? Klingon? Yeah. I think it was Arcadians. Arcadians or I don't know. It's hard to get into the lore of men in black here. Um, But that's also something within the context of the podcast theme for the last however long cool alien design who says the aliens have to be between five to ten feet tall you know this guy he's sitting at a meager three inches tall and i love it why wouldn't there Mm -hmm. be just a race of aliens on a very small planet that are just tiny you know it's great i love them so those guys like him he's like him a lot and he's he's driving around this little old guy he's got all the joysticks and stuff looks like he's just driving like a gizmos gadgets it's kind of like the like you know the kids when they put the trench coat on and they're like stacked up and they're walking around like they're a giant human being or something oh yeah it's like that taken to a whole new level i love it cutest cutest little alien i love him he's my favorite character changing it um no change it (laughs) but uh yeah so that's that's a cute scene um but then so so that he says the galaxy is on orion's belt and as we on the cat's belt orion is the constellation and so everybody's Mm -hmm. like it's not on the belt man just you heard wrong and will smith's like i didn't hear wrong okay like i know that i know what i heard he said that and so then mm-hmm. he figures out that it's cat and the galaxy's yeah. on orion the cat's belt Clever. he figures that out like in the in the jewelry store right uh yeah there's something that happens with like a little dog oh yeah no, they no, talk no, no. to a little pug that's they what happens to the pug because and then, he, then he looks at an animal and he's like wait there was another animal somewhere that's oh yeah because vincent d'onofrio the bug goes into the jewelry store trashes the place they go after him and they had that showdown right there 
and uh, Kay gets mad at him for blowing up, you know, all that stuff in front of all those people. And then it shows the dude like flashy thinking like 30 people in a row. And you're like, gosh, <laughs> the extent of these people, they're just messing I know. with all of us. Um, but after that, yes, they go to the morgue. And in that scene, it's the bug goes and it's, oh, what's his name? It's Tobias. Uh, David Cross, that's his name. Yeah, uh, David Cross. I love that. And he's swatting the bugs, and he's like, don't do that. <laughs> and he goes, don't do it. <laughs> and then the next scene, next Pretty time. impression. You, I know, it's not bad. And the next time you see David Cross, he's up on the ceiling in what appears to be bug Jello. mucus or something. Bug some, jello. Some gelatinous something. And it's disgusting. This movie is gross. I would hate to eat this movie. It would taste terrible. Um, ugh, ugh. Hate it. But yeah. And so then they go in there and she is like, I've got something to show you to Will Smith when he comes in. And obviously the bug is hiding under the, uh, under that cart. But Will Smith makes, thinks that she's making a sexual advance towards him. And that's a funny little bit too. Real fun. She sets herself up for it. Kind of, but then she's like weird, like weirdly flirting with him she when the is, guy's on the cart. I don't, man, I don't know, man. I don't really understand why. I don't know why it's necessary to have any of that because it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it feels like just a couple quick witty lines that are somewhat funny, but entirely unnecessary. So yeah, I don't know. It seems really unnecessary to have any of that. And I, I mean, we're going to get to the ending, but I hate the fact that she's his partner at the end. It's the worst. That's the worst. It kind of ruins the, I don't know. I don't want to say it ruins. Let's talk about that in just a second. We're going to finish up this movie in like another couple of minutes here. But, um, so they, that's when that huge bug gets a hold of the cat. Right. And so now he's got the galaxy. He's got the cat. He's got the galaxy. And he takes the girl. He takes the girl right there too. Right. He takes the girl, and sure enough, who's standing in front of the ship with a sword in his hand, extended cut, Shaloub. It's Tony Shaloub. It's Tony Shaloub. No, he's not. He's with not a actually tissue in his hand, cut. holding the handle of the sword because <laughs> he's too afraid to touch it. <laughs> you have any idea how much that stings? If you're, if you needed to be one alien in this movie, though, who could be the big bad guy? Uh, the guy that regenerates. It's true. I don't know if there is there another guy under Shalhoub or is he like shapeshifter or what's going on there? I don't get. See, I want to know more about Shalhoub. And the I think true that, story. Well, let's, let's knock out the rest of this this movie because I just want to talk mm-hmm. about like a couple things. Um, so then they go to whatever. And they find out that they're going to those two ships, right? He's like, those things still work. Exactly. And it's Agent J that has the big idea that goes. So I love that it's like him actually doing the job well. Like they made a mm-hmm. good decision because he's seeing things that they wouldn't have. So Yeah, the whole time the whole time he's kind of a detective. Like they talk to the pug and stuff, and then he figures out that, oh, it's the cat. And then he figures out that, oh, those things work. You know, he kind of, he pieces together this thing. He impresses Kay throughout the entire thing. Yeah, it's kind of him that solves the entire thing. Like, Kay doesn't Mm -hmm. do much at all. He's kind of like, 
oh, that's great. I'm glad you figured that out. That's now this is what we do with that information. Then he makes the next step and then Jay figures out the next thing. So that's great. But then they intervene on the bug uh, trying to escape and they shoot down that flying saucer that was flying over a baseball game. What what? was the picture? I know you could have just you could have killed thousands of people. Was the pitcher the only one that saw too? Like there's that tabloid cover at the end that it's like. Well, the outfielder got hit in the head with the ball, which, okay. Fly ball, the velocity of that thing going way up into the air and coming down, hitting that guy on the head. He falls down, but the way that the ball lands on his head, it's like somebody was two feet above him and dropped it on his head. Totally. You know what I mean? That thing would have hit really hard. That thing would have nailed him. Yeah. Like. No, I agree. I agree. That would have hurt really bad. Ouch time. (laughs) Ouch time. What is that? You know. That's Phantom Menace. Oh, it is Phantom Menace. Wow. Gosh, I want to talk about that. Um, hey, hey, if we're talking, you know, Jar Jar, <laughs> I'm in it till 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but so then uh, I, I really enjoy that part of the movie where they shoot it down and uh, they take it on and the bug eats their guns and then Tommy Lee Jones decides to dive into the bug's mouth and this time along i realized that jay does nothing but stall the bug until k can kill it shoots out of him yeah it's like there's no other it's like no they, reason if k would have already been dead will smith would have died like he had nothing against uh-huh. that bug like he wasn't going to live and survive that scenario so it's like, well, thank goodness just that a dummy. had that up his sleeve. Did you know about that scene, though, how they it was a reshoot? Cost like four point something million to, to do or six point something million um, to do the bug. To do the there was a whole reshoot because it, it originally ended with uh, with Jay having like a very in-depth, like back and forth discussion and debate with the bug, I guess. That's how it originally ended. Like he talked him out of it or something. And they oh, ended up weird. just doing a full reshoot and being like, we'll just have K jump in the bug and shoot out of it. Um, That's weird. Very weird, huh? I mean, I'm happy they didn't go with the debate, but I don't know if I'm very, you know, very satisfied with uh, him jumping into the bug and shooting out either. It's okay. I mean, Will I, Smith's I like it. I think it's fine. I think that it's a good ending. Um, I love how they keep cutting back to the girl that's hanging in the tree, though. <laughs> and like, I know. she hangs in that tree for so long. It's like 15 minutes of her just up there. And then she finally goes, whoa, and falls right. out. And you're like, can we just say just that, that we're down. not big fans of her, though? Like, I don't know, I man. I think I said that earlier. I okay, think when we initially okay. started, I'm not. She's the one female in the movie. So I don't want to like, I don't want to like hate on her, but I really don't like her performance. Like, and I don't, I don't think it's really hating. It's just hating on a bad cast. Right. I don't, th- I just don't, I just yeah, don't, I don't know if I like right. that actress. I, I just don't, I don't think I go for her. You know who could have been good? Just throwing this out there. Uh, uh, Veronica Vaughn. I mean, I'd like her in anything. She's great. She's the best. I know from experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you don't. 
No, no, yeah, no, you don't. A I guy know. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think Sorry, of somebody else that would have been good. But I mean, you need kind of somebody that's like a B actor that's not that popular. And she would have been great. Veronica Vaughn, whatever her real name is. Sonya Blake. Oh, imagine Sandra Bullock. You just get Sandra Bullock That's exactly park. what I was thinking. But Knocks it out of the park. I watched The Lake House today. That movie is fantastic. <laughs> you watched The Lake House? I did. I loved it. Um, I forgot how good it is. It's not well acted. By either of them, really. I rented 28 days and not 28 days later on accident. <laughs> the zombies never came. <laughs> uh, 28 days is fantastic as well. Love that it movie. It is a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I like that movie um, too. But so, you know, they, they defeat the bug and everything's great. And then Kay says, stars are pretty nice. Never watch them anymore or whatever. And I wasn't training a partner. I was training a replacement. And so he gets flashy thinged. And then he, or what are you, what are you shaking your head at me for? Am I saying this wrong or something? No, I'm just, I'm so mad that the girl becomes his partner. Oh, okay, great, great. Okay, we're gonna get there. No, I'm so, just, yeah. I'm more. So I <laughs> angry. love. Okay, before we get to the madness, I really think it's cute that he was in a coma for all those years and he reunites with his lost love. I think that's awesome. I think it was great. I think that it would have felt more earned. If there would have been more to it, if there would have been like another five minute scene, more set up dialogue or something. Dude, there's there's this really deep line in the middle of the movie that uh, Will Smith is like, uh, you know what they say? It's better to uh, better have to loved have loved and lost, and lost than and not never, to lost at all. Never to have or loved to it never all. loved at all. And then uh, and then Kay goes, try it. No, he goes, he goes so serious and goes, try it sometime. Yeah. Try it sometime. It's like he's and that so is pissed. like yeah, that's a really good line too. It's like yeah, people say that, but like try it though. Like that yeah. that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, you brought that tall I, man some flowers. I take it. Uh, I, I take it she never received those flowers or something like that. I mean, there's tons of stuff that we left out, but uh, very. I know. Great. Sorry for rushing you through it. I mean, it, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, we think we got. There's the, a lot of good dialogue in it. There is. There's a lot of quippy lines and a lot of really good dialogue. It's a well-written movie. I think it's a great screenplay. It is. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I love that. But then it goes to the ending of the movie, and there are three things. Three, count them, things that I hate about the end of this movie in this one scene. A. So, A, Will Smith eating the hot dog. He zooms out. What's with the change in the suit? He looks like a like minister or something. Like, the uh, suit is I ridiculous. Like I kind of liked it. I hate it. Um, hate that. Okay, B. I like his sunglasses, though. Do you, li- do you at least like his sunglasses? I do like the sunglasses. Good sunglasses. Uh, B, can't stand Linda Fiorentino. As his new agent, why? Why are you going to hire this Which, like, lady okay. that's working at the morgue? This doctor working at the exactly. morgue? Exactly. Why is she the replacement? She has that's nothing what I'm to saying. Do. That's what I'm saying, David. It's because it, it, she has no training. She's worked at a morgue. She's been, you know, zapped by the thing several times. She's not NYPD. She's nothing. She just happened to be there for this situation. And then she, what? She just gets to be one of these people? Like that's not how the application process worked. I'm sorry. From yeah. what I saw, it's if not like we be... hate her. Like I, I'm not trying to say that to, to like really rip on the actress. I'm saying the casting maybe could have been better, but the character is like I don't get why that would happen. Like it doesn't make sense to me. That's why I get so frustrated because right. I'm like she shouldn't be. 
you know. No, I agree, man. It doesn't make any Jackie sense. Chan, Jackie Chan should be his partner. The, great. I would watch the heck out of that movie. That sounds I awesome. I would watch the heck <laughs> out of him. <laughs> Jackie Black. Chan, ninja, or, you know, karate fighting, freaking aliens. Sounds amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, love it. Um, but, yeah, I don't get that. I don't. And also, I think that she could work for the Men in Black, right? She could be one of those people that's, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's a doctor. She could be like looking at them and checking them out looking and see at, if they're okay you know, or if they're going to carry, out. you know, alien diseases in, onto Earth. Alien or anatomy. Right. You know, doesn't make sense that she would be one of the men in black, like as his partner. Third, cheap shot at Dennis Rodman. I don't like it. I didn't think it's that funny. Maybe at the time it played better, but I'm not that into it. He's an, he's from that planet. He's an alien. Not a bad, what did, what did she say? Not a bad, or, pretty bad disguise or something like that it's like oh yeah i don't know it's just such an eye roll for me the whole ending and it just like i gotta say dennis rodman was on that dream team you know he De- dennis rodman was on on that bulls team you know he, he was helping out michael jordan helping out scotty pippen i know he's done things he looks crazy he did the whole north korea stunt but that's dennis rodman you get that guy in the basketball court back in the day, he is a bad man. He's bringing the boards. He's getting those rebounds, and then he that. is playing that defense. That's and what he does. And they look at him and say, Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> Very nice. Have you heard that, no. that, that announcer that does that? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's his catchphrase that he says every time. Mama. There goes that man. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. Sorry. Sorry. I just. It <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with that. So that's great, I love though. It. It very cute. Uh, very adorable, Danny. It's just um, but one other thing. Um, I don't think that either of us did our favorite, favorite character. We did favorite scene and favorite line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite character. Okay, if I'm really being honest, K is my favorite character. Like he's he's Mine the best as well. in the movie. So well, go Mine ahead. Well. You say you say you're bit on K because I'm gonna go with somebody different and I'm gonna turn it well, into something else. Oh, uh, are you going? Are you going Chaloup? No, um, <laughs> not Chaloup. I was just saying. I'm just trying to gauge you, see where you're going. Um, <laughs> Nothing about what I've talked about so far says I'm gonna go with Tony Chaloup. <laughs> I don't know. You just have that look in your eye. I I know. Um, no, with Kay, I, we already talked about it. You know, it's like there wasn't. I, I'm. I think the reason why I'm so into his character is because there's so much to wonder about his character. You know, there's so much room to like think and try to understand who he is. He just feels like he has the most depth. Right. You know. Right. And honestly, it all comes down to that one little thing of him looking at that lady. And you're like, what is that? Who is that? You know, why is he? He left somebody behind, you know? He did. He just, there's a lot of depth there. And Tommy Lee Jones does a fantastic performance. He's a great, Um, great actor, man. Great great. actor. So I love seeing him. And uh, yeah, I would just say he has the most oomph out of anybody in the movie. He has, you know, yeah, anyway. 
he's great and i i agree i think that he's the best character i think he has the most depth he the thing is he's an actual character whereas will smith is just will smith in an alien movie so i mean in another alien movie yeah um, and we love him and we love him every time he's the best but he's just will smith again so it's like great whatever it's just brendan um, fraser again yeah <laughs> you know um but um i'm gonna go you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying i know what you're saying do i have to bring up the steak again (laughs) the guy that was trying to get this thing done and now he's talking about brendan fraser i know (laughs) um so i just wanted to real quick maybe it's something we should start doing um but and i want to just say my favorite performance of the film is gotta go to vincent d'onofrio because that is a tough job walking around pretending like you're a giant bug in somebody else's skin. And I know mm-hmm. that he had like a knee brace on and yeah, tons he had of like basketball stuff. braces and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he just kills it, man. He has so many good things like that he's doing in this movie and he plays a great bad guy. And this is a movie where the bad guy could have been totally, totally just a throwaway thing. But he he's a really great nemesis for these guys and and i really enjoy his performance and i also just have to since we're doing the podcast i have to say i put my hands up on my head i'm bad i'm bad (laughs) i think i think that works way better if you can see my facial expression though like the vocal of it might not be if you can't see him it's outrageous. It's terrific. <laughs> I love delivering that. It's one of my favorite things. Um, Alter it. I put my hair. <laughs> Here, let me do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's the same thing. It's, it's all that guttural. <laughs> I put my hair. That's the impression. You could do that for 10 minutes and people would know what you're getting at you know what really? I mean? it's like oh, britney yeah you're spears. doing vincent not vincent d'onofrio from men in black right <laughs> it's like britney spears the uh, 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 uh. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah it does yeah oh baby baby oh baby baby oh baby baby jeez that actually is you were saying that you weirded some people out with that impression last night and oh baby i don't know i'm having <laughs> oh trouble <laughs> you had that in you that's really good man oh god (laughs) oops i did it again okay that's great um so that's been in black but i just want to talk for a second about what do you think of the aliens in this movie because we've been talking about what the best alien design is in all of these movies and thus far i think that predator is probably the most the most realistic not only like design maybe not I, design's really good on the Predator, but I buy that alien. I totally believe that alien. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And we're talking yeah. about the we're talking about the little midget or not midget, but like you know the three inch alien. That guy's great. But there's so many different varieties and species of aliens that it's almost like Star Wars ish, right? There's just so many different types. There's a lot going on in this one. Right, right. And, and if it's, you're trying to if you're and it's like and it's like Earth is 
a refuge for aliens that don't have a home that have right yeah, that have no home. So we're kind yeah. of getting like the recluses and the miscreants of other alien societies. So I don't know. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, what do you think though? Any thoughts? I think there's, yeah, there's, I feel like you just kind of have to pick and choose with this movie, like which ones are realistic and which ones aren't. I don't think the whole bug thing is very realistic. Like I don't see like a big cockroach thing, but maybe, you know, but I I feel like if anything's going to be realistic, you're, you're kind of right on the nose with that little guy, like that little thing with the big brain. I don't know. Something like that. I could maybe see, um, I don't know. It's funny when I think of aliens, I don't think I ever really think of like squid brain kind of monster. I feel like if anything has the capability to get to our planet, it has to have some sophistication to it. It has to look, I don't know. It has to, I don't think a big squid thing is going to get all the way here, but you never know. I agree, man. I think that the design is crucial. Part of it is that this movie doesn't take itself seriously, right? So none of the alien designs are actually very realistic. They're kind of just a fun representation of what aliens might be like. So All the ideas from the drawing room. Right, like, hey, exactly. draw something, just, we'll throw it into the movie. They're thrown in there. And so there's like the little like weird cricket slash whatever type bug guys pouring coffee. Mm. I think that the big nemesis, fun, totally unrealistic. There's better bug aliens out there that we're going to talk about in a while. Um, oh. And they're so much better. Well, m- so more well-designed. But, um, but yeah, I think that this one's fun. I think that the idea behind Men in Black is actually pretty great. I think that I could totally buy onto it. And if that was really happening, that it would be cool. Um, But to think that there is a vast amount of alien species out there that we're unaware of does seem a little strange. You know what I mean? It's like, why? I don't think. Why wouldn't we just like have made contact then? You know, it's like, why would the Mm -hmm. men in black be like? like hiding this from us. It's like, we might as well just Dude, like and- join the group. Like we're all aliens, you know, like mm-hmm. we're not just humans anymore. We're part of like a bigger thing. Yeah. We're mixed in. So, I, I like nowadays, these things couldn't be possible because of social media and everybody with their cell phone all the time. Like if anybody saw an alien anywhere, it's going to immediately be up on the internet. <laughs> Ooh, there's one right behind you. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> But you know, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, it's true though. You would you would be aware of it so fast, and like it could get taken down, but you'd see it. Like so, some people would see it. I but I can, I can realistically see that like there could be an alien race living somewhere on our planet, or has been here, and pe- and like the Men in Black is like a real thing. Like people discuss like men in suits coming to their house after like a sighting. I was reading up into some stuff like that just about the movie and kind of like the origins of the movie and like the creator of like the Marvel comic is a firm believer in like the actual men in black um, and stuff like that. So it's, I don't know. It's all just so scary. <laughs> I'm horrified now listening to you aliens, say all that. Like, I hate that you brought all that yeah. up because now I'm kind of freaked out, but that's it's, okay. Don't, it's fine. don't go down a YouTube hole with no, it. No, that's no, the no. Only I won't. Thing. Just that's, don't do it. That's because the thing though. That's when it gets bad. Is there that there I've seen YouTube footage and stuff, 
but I never feel like I actually it all looks like it could either be doctored or there's other explanations, right? There's like never like that definitive of proof, right? So I don't know. That's yeah. that's the thing is that there's always like there's a big question mark on it. But I think that yes, I think that Men in Black does a really good job, and it's not my favorite. I would almost be willing to say it's number three right now. I still think that ET is better, and I think that as far as like representation of aliens, right? I think that mm-hmm. ET is probably better than this, and I think that the Predator is still top for me right now as far as believable aliens. Um, Signs would be there if they didn't. The just aliens do are just little, idiots. It's like, come on, weak. you got to think this through a little bit. And I understand that they're from different cultures, but they would have studied us. They would have known our planet and they would have known like what's going on. You know, they would have understand, understood that like water is a large part of our world. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't make sense. To you me can that they see have it. Thought that <laughs> you can see it from, you know, when people look at our planet from, you know, the planet is blue. Away, it's blue. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> what do you think all that is? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I so that, know. that doesn't maybe, make well, sense. Well, maybe they had never discovered water. Maybe they didn't know what it was, but That's they got to be smart. That's why they're doing a reconnaissance mission here. though, right? Yeah. Check things out for the rest of them. You know, it's like, why? Uh, Go check it out. Your Meryl has. Your Meryl has. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But anyway, I Man, think that they, brings, oh, this is number three. It's not, it's not the best representation of aliens, but it's also not trying to be. It's just a fun movie. And I think it's, yeah. Men in Black is great. And Will Smith is amazing. And Will Smith is fantastic. And I will. So great. He's a great movie star. And I will always hang on to the belief that he's going to come out with something great again. You know what I mean? I will always hang on to that belief. Right. And, you know, you got to. Okay. So he comes out in these dramatic movies. And Bright wasn't too bad. But he comes out in these dramatic movies like, well, Bright kind of sucked. But He's um, not bad in it, though. He's not bad. And Joel Edgerton's fine as an orc, I guess. I would rather it just be Joel Edgerton, though. You know? Not the right. orc. Did you right. like the orc? No, no. I thought the orc design was horrible in that movie, and it totally It was bad, and it was gross, and yeah. I just didn't want to... I just thought that know. that movie... That movie was a good premise. Terribly executed. Terribly That's executed. David Ayer had a very bad year. Um, but... I, I, you know, I don't know with his career, it's like he dodged independence day resurgence, which was a great thing for him. Right. Um, so he kind of just holding on. He was by far the best part of suicide squad. So, right. no, totally. um, he could have a great career was. ahead of him, but, but why? Okay. That brings up a completely different conversation. Very quick conversation. Why is DC still doing this? Why are they making another Suicide Squad and Aquaman? They're making another Suicide Squad? I knew about Aquaman, but They're making another Suicide Squad. They're making a standalone Jared Leto Joker film that just got announced. They're making... Aquaman's coming out next year. Wonder Woman 2 is coming out next year. They're still making The Flashpoint with Ezra Miller. And then the Batman or whatever is coming out, but it's going to be a different lead actor. And I'm like, why are you guys doing all these threads now? Like, Justice League sucked. It's done. You blew it cash in just be done and start fresh in sounds a terrible bit. Oh, no. i'm just sounds so horrible none of it and we're gonna have to talk about aquaman on the podcast we have to see it that one might be fun though i can't wait yeah but um oh, man what a bro um all right man well this brings it to the standard question would you rather watch this movie or school of rock 
School of Rock, no <laughs> doubt in my mind. So clear on this one. I mean, and that's a lot of movies, you know. But this is a fun movie. And I had a great time. I'd put, I would put Jack Black in the morgue lady in her spot. The thing is, is that take away the sexual tension bit, right? Because there is no romantic plot twist. And even if there was, no, that's they, fine. They, they even if there was, that'd be fine guy. too, whatever. But put Jack yeah. Black in that role. I think it would be great. You don't even have to change the script. You don't have to change the script at all. <laughs> Jack Black, I think I need help down there. Dang, you do move quick. Can you see that? Uh, whole, see, that whole? Yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah, MTV Movie Awards. It'd be great. He could Geegan, Geegan is Fleegan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think that that's the best, though. I think that Jack Black needs to be in that role. Or many others. <laughs> so or every other every other side character i would even movie. be willing to say you could interchange will smith out of this for jack black <laughs> <laughs> i mean and i love will smith but jack black is just he would be so comical and so funny true there's a world where this movie gets made with jack black instead Oh, and, and I love that world, and I want to live in that world. I don't think I think Tommy Lee Jones would have been really annoyed with Jack Black, though. He seems like the type of like Harrison Fordish. They would guy butt heads. Be like definitely, but anyway. But hey, man, this is no country for old men. Josh Brolin. Dang it! There's no Tommy Lee Jones in that movie, is there? No, he is. That's Josh Brolin. He is. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. He is the sheriff. Yeah. yeah, they're all in that. And uh, ugh, what's that guy's name? Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Javier, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, that's it. Yeah. 99 years old. He's married to Penelope Cruz. Huh? He's married to Penelope Cruz. Javier Bardem is? Yeah. Wow. See, I recently found that out too, and I think I said it exactly like that. Javier Bardem is. <laughs> um, you just wouldn't think that. Good for him. Good, yeah, I mean, it seems like they're a happy couple. They're coming out in that new... Good uh, for her, <laughs> you know? Like, good for uh, her. He's a great guy. Yeah. Freaking, dude, Skyfall isn't bad. I've actually been craving a little bit of James Bond lately. Me too. That should be our next theme. But, we'll go through every single James Bond movie, like all ooh, 25 of them. <laughs> that's a tall order. That'd be a lot. That is... Yeah. Uh, I've thought about doing it. my heart. Not like in the podcast, but going through and watching all the James Bond movies because I haven't seen a lot of the old ones. A lot of them I haven't seen in a long time and a lot of them I haven't seen in period. Anyway, that's for another podcast. Um, yeah, we got to wrap up. Yeah. I got a kitten to feed. Right. Me too. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Do the thing. Say the say the social media oh, stuff. Oh, we got yeah. social media. Yeah, that's right. Uh do the thing well the thing is social media we have facebook and uh we're at professor jones it's great stuff it's nice Please because the internet's actually out. really easy to use nowadays so if you look up professor jones on google you'll probably find us on facebook you'll find everything instagram reddit website whatever you want um if you want to check me out on twitter bro underscore digs uh i tweet a lot and i get zero um <laughs> uh so if you do follow me on on twitter don't like anything because i'm trying to just keep it <laughs> keep it. trying to maintain a low profile <laughs> maintain a low pro- profile right now so um but yeah uh on instagram as well professor podcast 
Um, and we're on Twitter, Brofessor underscore Jones. So check us out. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Please share us to your friends and leave a review. Um, that means the world to us. So yeah. Yep. Well, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Until next time, we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time. I'll put my hands upon my head like this. <laughs> Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> <laughs>